Hey, welcome to the And Grace Fills podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Grace Fillmore. Uh, today we're going to be continuing a series on rhythms and routines. This is part three of what I believe will be a four-part series, and I'm excited to talk to you today about what happens when everything falls apart. Yay! No one says yay at that. It's okay. So, let's get started. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, this last week was not excellent. And before we go any further, I just want to say, like, there's a lot of voices out there saying, you should be productive, you should harness all this time. And then there's other voices saying, it's okay, whatever you need, don't be productive, don't go do all the things, don't work out. And let's just be honest, no one knows what you need except for you. So we can give advice. I know my advice has been how to maximize the time while being gentle to yourself. So hopefully I'm falling somewhere in the safe zone between those two sides. But no one else can tell you what you need. And that's why it's so important to stop, slow down, and listen to your own self. Listen to the aches and pains in your body. Listen to your mind. Listen to your soul, your heart. And get quiet and figure out what's going on in you because until you do that, none of this is going to work. It's going to be outside band-aid on something growing that's just causing frustration and resentment and bitterness and making you feel inadequate or like you're working too hard or you're not doing enough. So whatever voices you're listening to, I hope they're encouraging. Uh, and whatever Instagram accounts you're following, I hope that they are encouraging. But it's not realistic to say you should come out of quarantine better than when you came in. And it's not realistic to say, don't do anything. You don't have to be productive because the truth is we all have things we still have to get done regardless of what's happening outside of our four walls. So be kind to yourself and let's just be real and say that it sucks when things go wrong. And especially when you're a planner and you live by your calendar or your to-do list, um, it is not fun when things fall apart. And I have to be reminded of that myself. It's things will never always go right. You can do all the work and you can show up and have the greatest intentions and the greatest attitude. And there's just still some days that aren't going to go well, even living alone. Um, I don't have any other humans or animals to take care of right now in quarantine, but taking care of myself is a big enough job. I'm just as, as much of a of mess as anyone else on this planet. And so there's just days where it just doesn't work. So last week, um, Tuesday night was just crazy. I think it was Tuesday. I can't be sure because none of us know what day it is. It's there's yesterday, today, and tomorrow. That's as far as I know. Um, but I think there was one night last week where as soon as I laid down in bed, I heard this chirping noise and I thought, oh no, it's the smoke alarm. The battery is dying. Well, it's in the other room. I'll ignore it because I don't want to deal with that. I'm already in my cozy, comfy spot, right? Little sweet spot in the bed. And you're like, mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, I'll just sleep through it. Wrong. I was wrong. I would not just sleep through it. I would toss and turn until 2 a.m. And then I would get up and be very, very angry. 
And here is a very uh, vulnerable truth about me. I am my absolute worst if you interrupt my sleep, okay? I just complete, just shut down, completely break down. I have, I just cry and I'm mad (laughs) instantly if you wake me up uh, violently from my sleep. It's just not pretty. It, it's like a heartbreak. It's like if someone broke up with me. That's how I feel when I am interrupted from my sleep. So I got up and the whole reason I put it off is because there was this chair underneath the smoke alarm and I have to move my desk and then move this chair and I don't have a ladder so I have to get a stool and I couldn't figure out how to change the battery. So long story short, I am on this stool. It takes me almost a full hour to figure out how to unscrew it, unhook it. There's no instructions it's 2.30 in the morning and I've, I'm like cutting up my hands trying to, because you know, you're angry and you just want to use brute force and then you cry. And I'm just, there was a moment where I was standing on top of a stool and I just slumped over and I was just so defeated. And I was like, this cannot be happening. So long story short, uh, I, I finally got it changed. It took forever before I could figure out how to even get it open it was a nightmare, but I, I emailed my boss and I said, Hey, I'm going to be in or on, I'm going to be online tomorrow. I'm going to be late. Cause it's two forty AM, two thirty, two something. And I'm awake. <laughs> so just please give grace. And he's very good about that. So I emailed him, said, I'll be in later. So Wednesday I thought, okay, no big deal. I will harness this. I will be okay. I will sleep late. But I didn't because my body's used to getting up so early. So I I did I went to bed and I kind of couldn't fall asleep till about four and then I slept till seven. Finally rolled into work about nine thirty or ten. And I just couldn't get in the groove. I had cut some things out of my Wednesday routine and then I had its product in the afternoon and it, it should have taken a half hour. It took three hours. And if you are on my Instagram, if you saw the Instagram TV, that's when my day was just a mess. I didn't eat all day because I was out of pocket with my routines. Finally, at three o'clock, I think I had my first meal of the day and it was a salad from Panera in my car in a parking lot somewhere waiting to meet a coworker. It was an absolute fiasco. And at this point, I'm laughing and I'm like, okay, okay, this is funny, whatever. I'll get through it. This day is shot. I just gave in and I was like, whatever. I'll try again tomorrow. So here comes Thursday and I wake up and I couldn't get up on time. I overslept just a little and I just felt off. I just felt not myself. Like I had been out of step for a couple days. I hadn't slept well in two different two nights in a row now. And I just found myself in an emotional valley. And let me tell you, I got my first case of the Corona cries. I don't know if any of you have had those, but uh, I feel like most of us have at this point. And I just want to say here, sometimes you got to cry it out, man. And it doesn't matter who you are. If you are a bro, a dad, a you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're the one, the woman that's always holding it together, like sometimes you've got to cry it out. 
And I think it's a mature thing to be able to, to know what you need and name it and do it, right? Um, and that's what kind of this is all about. Know what you need, set a routine, and then do it. So I called my friend and I was like, actually I texted her, I was like, hey, can you take a phone call? I need a rant. And she was like, yeah, sure. Because, you know, I did that thing where I try to text it all and then I get frustrated because it's too much to say and I just need to be angry. So I called her, I went and sat in my favorite chair and I called her and I was like, and this, and this is happening and this made me mad. And I was just, it took one little thing at work and I was just done. And she was like, you know what? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And just listened really well. And finally, I just came to this point after about 10 minutes and I was like, hey, Tiff, you know, I think I just need to hang up and cry. (laughs) And she's, she said, okay, you should do that. And that's what I did. I hung up the phone. I had a good cry, watched some TV, had some ice cream after dinner. Then I went on a long walk and I cried some more. And so Thursday was my valley and it was a sad valley, but I didn't automatically assume that, oh, well, this is my new home for the rest of quarantine could be seven more months. I just spent a few days there. And I pitched a tent and I did my time in the little valley of sadness. And then I moved on. Uh, It took me a few days of frustration and anxiety and just crying and feeling sad and overwhelmed and out of control. Um, But I made it out. And so a lot of times your body, your mind, your little heart knows what it needs, but we don't take the time to stop and listen and you know, having a lot of our social lives stripped away. I don't know about you, but I'm beginning to see that there are some things that distracted me from how I was feeling because I was so busy and I was so, you know, go, go, go that I wasn't taking the time to listen to myself with intention or to serve my own self with intention. Uh, So it's important that we listen to ourselves and, you know, give ourselves really what we need in that moment. So after all of that fiasco of last week, I thought, you know, well, we need to pause here. I had a really good episode lined up for this week about weekends versus weekdays. We'll get to that. But I thought this is important. People need to know how to rescue the day, how to rescue the week, how to rescue your heart when things just get weird. So I have a couple practical ways. Again, I'm your practical encourager, friends. I'm not going to give you warm fuzzies without something to do. So first question, ask yourself, what can you let go of that is not a necessity? When my days got funky this week, there's some parts of my morning routine that I let go of. And it's one thing to let go of them. It's another thing. The other part of that is to not guilt yourself about it either. So I still participated in the most vital parts of my morning routine for my mental health and the rest I let go and I really truly let it go. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to be mad and sad and sulk because I didn't do this. I didn't make my bed. I didn't eat breakfast. I didn't shower. I didn't, there was a couple days I didn't get my morning reading done, but it's fine. It's one day. 
So what can you let go of that's not an absolute necessity? Making my bed is not a necessity. It's a nice thing to have done. Um, Wearing makeup right now is not a necessity. It's a nice thing to have done. Um, And second question, what are you carrying or trying to carry into the day that is not yours? So when things are feeling weird, it doesn't matter if it's at 6 a.m. or 4 p.m., if there's something that is weird, what are you trying to carry through the rest of the day that doesn't belong to you? Now, you guys probably know by now I love sending handwritten cards and notes, and that's something I've been trying to be even more intentional about during quarantine, to send encouragement, to send love, to send compassionate notes to basically anyone I have an address for. And... So there was a couple of days last week where I just didn't put the pressure on myself to do that. Um, I had to remind myself that I am not responsible to carry every person I know through the pandemic. I wish I could. And sometimes my personality makes me feel like that is the thing that I need to do. Um, I'm not responsible for how everyone else is doing. And that is hard for me to hear, even to say it out loud. It grosses me out. And I can help, but I am not anyone's hero. I can't help anyone else if I don't first help myself. So there was a day where it's like, I can't, I don't have time for this. This takes, you know, half hour first thing in the morning. And, you know, I did actually end up getting some of those done later on in the day while I was multitasking through a webinar. Um, but that was only because the time presented itself. It wasn't because it was the priority for my feel good. And if honestly, if I am only sending those notes or if I'm only doing something so I feel good, then I shouldn't send them at all because that's for me. It's not a true gift to the person receiving it. So what are you carrying in into the day or throughout the day that is not yours? Let go of that. Let go of what's not a necessity. Let go of what is not yours. And the third question to ask is, how can you embrace your day in spite of whatever? So when you wake up late or something takes three hours, when it should have taken a half hour, when the meal you made turns out wrong, that is like the most heartbreaking thing, honestly, is when you make a meal and then it's absolute garbage. So if that happened to you this week, I am sorry because I love food and that's super sad. But I say this phrase a lot, lean into it. And here's what I mean. A lot of times we fight and we struggle, we beat ourselves up, we try to sail against the wind, and we try to force days back to a regular uh, track that we would run normally, and it doesn't work. And so when things go off road, it's way better to explore this new terrain and just slow down. So this single change has made my bad days way more tolerable. I can't tell you, this is like the biggest secret to life right now is if you lean into your bad days. Um, When you acknowledge that, hey, this is a dumpster fire, life is easier. You'll give way more energy trying to overcorrect than if you make the best of where you are and then try again tomorrow. Because it, it, it becomes this thing where it's like, oh, I'm off my morning routine. Now I've got to do it and then I'm going to be late. And then it just becomes a snowball 
that gets way out of control. And by the end of the day, you're angry, you're upset, you're frustrated, more so than if one wrench would have been thrown into, you know, the gears. It's so much worse when you're trying to fight against it. So how can you embrace your day anyway? And Thursday, for me, that looked like crying. But looked like saying, this hurts, I'm sad, so I'm just going to give this sadness little hug and we're going to cry and we're going to have a meeting. Wednesday, it was laughing out loud at myself while I'm eating a salad in my car. And that's okay. Um, And then the last practical tip to regaining control of these days and these moments is know that you will have a time and a place to pick those routines up again. So most good change comes from long obedience in the same direction. It's a lot of small disciplines that build up to life change. So if you miss one or two or three days or a week, like that's pretty normal. But when you can, just pick it back up. Head in that same direction of success. One of the keys that I have discovered in the past two years is I don't make specific, uh, I make direction my goal instead of as many specific destinations. So I will point back into the direction of uh, health. Remember, not productivity. Productivity does not equal health. It can, but it doesn't always. So pick back up and head back into the direction of your last success. You will mess up. You are not perfect. And once you welcome the perspective that this is a long journey, things will become so much more manageable because every day is a tiny opportunity just to do your best. So remember too, I will keep saying this, do every day well. So today, if things are awful, then your best will mean something very different when you are rocking it out. When you are having your best, most productive, most healthy day, that's going to look a lot different than your best on a day when the kids are all cranky and you forgot to eat lunch and also there's clothes in the washer from last night that you forgot to put in the dryer. That's real life and none of us can escape that. So know that you will have a time and place to pick those routines up again and it's the long obedience in that same direction that's going to help bring you back to center, back to where you need to be. Don't give up on yourself. You can always quit today as long as you pick back up tomorrow. That's some great advice I got several years ago. If you're having a bad day, you can quit, but show up again tomorrow. So remember, my dear friends, please breathe, go slowly, be gentle, and understand that it might be just a super weird week. Your Tuesday might throw you off till your Friday. Your March might have thrown you off till April, but things will get back on track. When you finally have that next morning or that next evening, that lunch, that moment, when everything clicks back into place, it will feel even more magical than before. 
Remember friends, even if you are alone, I am cheering for you. Thank you friends so much for listening, for giving me your time. It is so valuable. I am truly grateful that you choose to invest your time with me. Please be sure you follow me on Instagram at and gracefills and say hi. Yay! The And Gracefuls podcast is brought to you by The Treasury, a women's co-working space located on historic Film Row in downtown Oklahoma City. For more information about The Treasury, how you can get in on this super amazing network of women, or the Exchange of Business Owners Club for 2020, or if you just want a friend, you can find out more at thetreasury.work. <laughs>